Good time of the day. Welcome to another episode of And When I Say I Mean. I'm your co-host, Austin. And I am your other co-host, Adrian. So I've been dying this week, so how has your week My, been? <laughs> I, I, based on the conversation that Austin and I have had before this <laughs> recording, I think we're in for a treat. I literally um, thought I, was, I had lost my mind Wednesday night. I was awake. And I'm like, I am insane. I like I'm thinking to myself, this is it, folks. This is the day I have finally gone completely crazy. All I can think about is this giant tree. I don't know what this tree is, but it has it is broken, and the pieces are gone, and it was catastrophic that this tree was gone. And did you write this down? O- I was the only one who knew it. No. No one else knew how important this tree was. I feel like you should write that down. That sounds like a good story. It was like 3 (laughs) a.m. Well, write it down now after the fact. I don't remember it. I was completely delirious then. Okay, so Austin has been apparently deathly ill for the the past week and still is. Yeah, if you hear me coughing like a, a dying Sarlacc, just ignore that. Are there multiple Sarlaccs? I imagine. Okay. Um, I'm doing well. Um, the cold that I had, I think, last week when we had talked is gone, uh, which is nice. Um, the weather is warmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my windows down. Nice. I, I'm adding another thing to my bottom ten today. Do um, it. One of my So the window on the driver's side of my car is like one of those automatic windows, so you just push the button once and it closes and opens. Yep. As it will. Sometimes that's problematic. But that's not the bottom 10. The bottom 10 is the fact that my driver's side window rolls down faster than my passenger side window. Mm -hmm. And so, and rolls up also slower. And so, like, I'll be rolling up the windows and I'll hear the driver's side close and think that the passenger side is closed and it hasn't yet and it's still open. And I turn off the car and then I'm just sitting there with the window half open. I'm just like, this is so frustrating. So, bottom 10 list. Hmm. Windows that don't close at the same rate. Why? Why would you do that? I don't understand the purpose. Don't know. I don't either. Um, I also feel like I have lots of water in my one ear, and I'm not sure why or what to do about it. And Maybe you I, have an ear infection. That's possible. I've also just learned that JaVale McGee once had a reality TV show called Mom's Got Game, and it chronicles the lives of former WNBA player Pamela McGee and her son JaVale McGee. It lasted six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Googling JaVale McGee? Because his last name is McGee. You know, he's a Laker. I don't understand. No, I don't know anything about basketball. Mm-hmm. Why is McGee important to you right now? McGee is just objectively the funniest name that you can have. <laughs> And I was trying to recall if anyone who is real has the name McGee. There is. I met somebody. Where was I? I was in some situation 
recently where somebody's name was McGee. And okay. I called the Maniac McGee. If if I ever, I hope I never meet somebody whose last name is McGee in real life. It was so it was it's bad. There's someone who, who works at at the university which I attend, and her last name is Shuckers, and it's so bad because she's like, you know, good at her job and like a professional and stuff. But every time I hear someone say Doctor Shuckers, I'm just like, oh Shuckers. <laughs> And it's terrible, and I feel bad. Uh, but that's oh literally all I can think of. That's so. Ho- that's fair. Hopefully, I never have to meet anyone named McGee in real life. Actually, what was? I don't think that McGee is as bad as Shuckers. I don't know, man. Um, but outside of that, like. Yeah, I went to bed at like 7.30 last night, so I didn't really do much. I mean, that's fair. Um, Yesterday, uh, had some Harry Potter trivia. Becca and I destroyed a bunch of children, basically, in Harry Potter trivia at the local library. Are you proud? (laughs) I am proud. Our teammates, Abby and Dale, weren't able to make it. Wow. Yeah. But there were some adults there. Let's just say that. It wasn't just children. It wasn't just children, but it was okay, good. predominantly children. Um, you probably but yeah, crushed all their dreams. Probably. Did you win like a bookmarker or something? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> uh, what was the pizza bookmark things? Oh, uh, ticket to read or no, no. book it. Book, book it. it for I think it was just book it. Yeah. I don't know. No, we we did get win those personal pan pizzas, man. <laughs> we did win a gift card though to the best pizza place around. So, is that what it's called, or just that it was what it is? No, that's just what it is. It's just a fact. Hmm. Um. Let's see. What else did I do? It was Easter this past weekend. Yeah, it was. How was Easter's? Oh yeah, you weren't there, you monster. No, I wasn't there. It was Easter this past weekend. It was great. We burned all the traditions to the ground. I um, heard that it just, was mayhem because I wasn't there to lead the charge in all the old traditions. And Kelly um, had to pick up the mantle. I don't know who told you that. Our mother. What? No, that is a gross mischaracterization. Okay. The only time things were challenging was getting people out of doors. What does that even um, mean? Like when... There was just a large group of people, and we needed to transition from being inside to outside uh-huh. through a portal, a.k.a. a door. I understand that doors. Group, that group of people <laughs> isn't isn't prone to going through doors. Okay. Um, and so we would have needed you to speed things. Okay, okay. But I heard nobody wanted to dye the eggs. I heard everybody was just... Ho-hum about it. No, no, no. We've started dying eggs at like... Okay, everyone was ho-hum about dying eggs. People were like sitting around in the living room talking about 9-11. Wow. That seems right. Like not just the adults. Wow. The children were getting involved this time. No, so I went in to talk about fasting because people were talking about fasting when I went in there and I was excited. Okay. Uh, But the conversation quickly devolved into 9-11. Not and, like, too surprising for our family. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
I don't know. I just got a weird picture of Oliver as a ghost over the draft board, and I I don't understand it. I can't tell if you're telling the truth or hallucinating right now. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, there was lots of people just putting eggs in the thing and then leaving. That's wait. Where's the camaraderie? Where's the the not, fellowship and the brotherhood in, and the sisterhood? It was it was in the living room. Wow. Talking about nine eleven. Wow. Maybe I should not be there more often than everybody would so, talk about nine eleven. I left to go die eggs because I had no interest in talking about nine eleven. Okay, that's fair. Um, did you make resurrection rolls? We did. Yeah. That's good. We didn't do the egg hunt. That was the only tradition that was stampled upon. I, yeah, we already knew this, but you just ate candy still. Uh, some candy was eaten. Yeah, That's not as good. much as I normally would. Okay. By the way, if you were to guess what a serving of peeps was, what would you guess? Um, half a peep. No, it is five chicks. No. <laughs> yeah. Is that like 500 calories? <laughs> no. It's 120 calories. Like, peeps are the popcorn of candy, man. There's no, you there's can, almost zero calories in them. You're telling me that I can eat five peeps and only have 100 calories? Yeah. I, I'm like, I should have been eating way more peeps my entire life, folks. No. I still am no. not interested in we, eating peeps. We are sitting around the table... And Dad just picks up this sleeve of peeps. This is, oh my goodness, I drove so much last week. Yeah, I know. I drove like 26 hours. Um, Dad holds up a thing of peeps, and he's like, guess how many peeps is a serving? It's five peeps. I can eat this entire sleeve. (laughs) And it's just, it's unbelievable. You're like, a, a serving of peeps should be a half peep just based on... Based on what normal logic are, yeah, right, yeah, because like a can of pop is like half a can is a serving or whatever. Is that true? Because that's like diabolical. No, I don't think that's true for cans, but some things do that. Like candy bars, they'll be like Twix. You'll get like a king size Twix, and it's like serving size is one thing, and it's two hundred and ten calories. And I'm like, who's just gonna eat one of these? Why would you get a king size Twix? Because Twix are amazing. Uh, they were like the best candy that we got out of that thing for bringing our Bibles. But <laughs> I mean, that's not hard. Twix are great, man. It's like Reese's peanut butter cups, peanut butter Snickers, and then Twix. No way. Regular Snickers are so much better than Twix. No, I'd rather have a Twix than a regular Snickers. Ah, uh, no. Get out of here. Okay. Actually, that. The lump of whatever it is at the bottom, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's good stuff. Are you uh, a right or left Twix guy? I don't care. I just eat them both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, in the single finger ones that we got, there wasn't really a right or left Twix. No, but they come from the different factories. Hmm. I don't know. But um, no, I drove a lot. I was at a conference... Oh, I already talked about that. Though. Yeah, that. So last time we recorded was literally in like the twelve hours that you were home in Potsdam before driving. Oh yeah, back. that's right. That's right. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of what else happened. Probably more that I can't remember. You um, rented a used Zamboni? Nope, I didn't do that. Um, I'm not even sure if that's a thing. I think you could. Probably. Just cruise around in it. I played a round of disc golf on Good Friday. Um, Amelia didn't know that disc golf was a thing. Really? She thought we were making it up. Nope. I mean, that seems likely, but it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we visited the Fishers. And, I heard about that. Uh, Timmy's switch still works perfectly. That's incredible. There are some dead pixels, but... That's incredible. What? Never mind. <laughs> That's for Anthony and Zach. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um that's pretty that's pretty awesome though. Mhm. It was a nice visit. We saw Bingo. Always a good time. And everyone else. I thought you said Van Gogh at first. Um mm-hmm. I'm guessing you didn't see Van Gogh. Though I did talk about Van Gogh while I was there. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, that was nice. It's good. It's good. Oh, we went to Fuddruckers, and you weren't there. Classic. Never been. <laughs> not, <laughs> that is apparently not true. You've been when you were two years old. Okay. Well, also, guess who remembers that? Not me. We we were the only people in Fuddruckers. Was this like Easter, it was Easter Sunday. evening? Like for lunch? Yeah. What is wrong with you people? It was after church. Yeah, but I meant, like, why weren't you, like, eating lunch with family? Or was we that already done that. Yeah. Okay, okay. That time was past. That's fair. Well, should we dive in? Sure. Do you know what happens tomorrow, Austin? Um, many things. I'm- Okay, I'm thinking of two things in particular. One, you'll get a gold star for. The other one is my segue into this conversation. Um, I don't know what the first one is, but the second one is Avengers Infinity Final Showdown comes out. You're correct. Do you want to know what the first gold star one was? Um, You are leading a youth group expedition where you... Strap salt shakers to yourselves and sprinkle it all over the world to to better represent being the salt of the world. Can we wear flashlight helmets too? Yeah, if you want. Okay. No, that's that's not what's happening. Um, Taylor Swift has a new song slash album coming out. Probably just a song. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Man, yeah. I was so bummed. My secret conspiracy theory for a new Kendrick album coming out on Easter didn't happen. I'm sorry. But cool. Will it be as bad as Look What You Made Me Do? Um, probably. We were talking about if Taylor Swift has passed her peak um, for way too long. Yeah. I think she probably has. But uh, we'll we'll see. 
find out tomorrow, I guess. Um, but yeah, Avengers Infinity Gauntlet Final Showdown, as Austin so elegantly put it earlier, yep. comes out Thank tomorrow. You. Uh, do you have plans to see it? Um, I did have plans to see it. We'll see how it goes. What What does that mean? Is that well, I might your, just be I illness? might just be dead by Saturday. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Who knows? It might be it might be the best movie ever though if you're slightly hallucinating still. That's true. Um and so you're I was gonna go to Canada to see it. Okay. Crossing the border. Mm-hmm. That's not too hard for you, I suppose. No, did I tell you that they asked to see my registration last time I went in, into Canada? What does that even mean? Like your license? No, like my car's registration. Oh, that's right, because you have to cross the border. Do you have to take your passport every time? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's lame, Perry the Black. It was so weird. We had a much easier time coming back to America than we did into Canada. We're going into Canada. I think the reason was when he asked us what our citizenship was, I just said, American. (laughs) And I feel like that... That is the perfect way to just blow your way through the border. Just shout American <laughs> as loud as you can. That was that was coming back into the States? That was coming back into the States. Going nice. to Canada, they're like, do you have any weapons in the car? Any weapons? And we're like, guy, relax. We don't have weapons. And then I handed them registration, and I'm like, man, I really hope my name's on this registration because the loan is co-signed by Dad. And it says, so it says Charles and Austin Jancy. And he's like, mm-hmm. who's Charles? And I'm like, oh, that's my dad. He's, so I don't know. It was weird. Nice. You didn't say that your citizenship was in heaven? Huh, no. <laughs> I, I feel like that. <laughs> when you're at the border, you know, it's it's just about ease of getting through that border. Yeah, yeah. Not time to be cheeky. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm going, I, I'm seeing it on Sunday afternoon. Hmm. And so my concern is, so people are seeing it tonight. Oh no. Um, even. So I know people seeing it tonight, probably people seeing it on Friday and then Saturday. And so my concern is how do I avoid, let alone the internet? Mm-hmm. How do I invo- avoid spoilers? So that's kind of, that's just kind of one question. But then my other thought is, why do you love spoilers? Because I know that you love spoilers. Why do people hate spoilers? Do people actually hate spoilers? Or do we just like to say we hate spoilers and secretly we love spoilers? And if so, what does that say about us as humans? Mm-hmm. Well, I love spoilers. Uh, because usually you get more out of something when you know what's going on. I think. Okay. Um, but I don't know. There, like, there are some things that I I would have been mad if they had been spoiled. Uh, but most things I think are better when you already know what's going to happen. Because then you, then I think you can better appreciate the the craft. Uh, okay. I will tell you why I don't like spoilers then, Mm -hmm. which is, so the reason I don't like spoilers is because I don't get to experience it fully. Um, or, or I don't get to enjoy the enjoyment of the moment. So for instance, 
while at the end of the last Avengers Affinity Gauntlet movie, mm-hmm. I was so upset because basically the ending of this movie was spoiled because of all the movies that are yet to come. And so I'm like, I don't feel anything. I don't feel any pain towards all these people dying because it's already spoiled that they're going to still have more movies. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't want that to be spoiled. I want to like, I want to be able to go in and be like just shocked or, or for instance, like in the sixth Harry Potter book, when Dumbledore dies, I don't want that to be spoiled, even though it was for me, mm-hmm. because I want the, I want to Spoilers. feel like Harry does when he's like, Severus Snape, you monster, you've killed Albus Dumbledore. I, I want to experience that, and I can't experience that when it's spoiled for me. I don't know. I, I, I disagree at some level, because I, th- I think there are some moments that are powerful enough to be impactful, regardless of whether you know what's going to happen or not. But I think that... so. I understand what you're trying to say, and I understand what you're saying about why you like spoilers. I think that's fine, but I'm less concerned. Like, I don't feel like my my understanding of the end of the sixth Harry Potter book is any better if I know the fact that Dumbledore died. No, no, no. You understand the beginning of Harry Potter episode six better. If he's dead? If you know that he's going to die. I don't understand. why. How do I know it better? Because hopefully J.R.R. Rowling is, is doing like the setup work to to hint that Dumbledore is going to die. Right, and I'm okay with that. But I want to be able to be in that and put those pieces together while I'm reading it or while I'm watching it. I guess. Like, think about in Spider-Man Homecoming when you find out that Hooser-Name's dad is the bad guy the whole time. What a great reveal. If you didn't, like, if you knew that going into the time, it'd be just like, huh, boring. I don't know. That scene is so great, though. Right. It's fantastic because you're just sitting there in shock. No, no. Michael Keaton is the scariest man alive. I mean, yes. Like, I think that scene works regardless of whether or not you see it coming. I'm I'm not. But you're missing the point I'm trying to make. I don't care if the scene works or not. The scene is going to work if it works, whether or not it's spoiled or not. Great. But I don't feel like I have the like gut reaction to it if it's spoiled i don't have to, no. i can i can enjoy it i can be like this scene is fantastic because even so i watched it again the next time obviously i knew it was going to happen because i saw it for a second time now and so i'm like i'm good i know this is coming now i get to look at all these little intricate details about all the things he's saying yes i understand that but it's that second time i see it is very different than the first time he comes on screen i'm just like mind explosion no, it is different, but I I disagree. Like, I do you know how many times I've seen the two towers? I don't. Uh, it's pre- pretty close to the same amount of times that I've seen it, probably. Every time I see the two towers, and Gandalf comes down that hill, it's just like, we're saved. We're so saved. Gandalf is here. Even like, uh, thinking about that scene, not even seeing it, it's like, oh, we're saved. And that's like, 
if something is good enough, you can feel it no matter what. Okay, fair. But I, it, I'm not going to... Most like, most movies aren't that good, though. Right. That's that was what I was trying to say. <laughs> Not everything is going to be like better than one of the greatest movies in cinematic history. Well, I mean, it could be as good. You don't necessarily have to be better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, most movies aren't as good as one of the best movies mm. in cinematic history. But I, like, w- let's try though, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we should. But I don't want to, like, diminish the, like, the point of having, like, that shock factor. I don't know. To me, plot is a crutch that people use uh, in in telling stories. And I, I feel like that's not a popular opinion. No, it's not. But, like, I don't know. I I am such of the opinion. I might be too radical in my opinion. Like I might have like radicalized myself in the opinion that plot doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I feel like plot doesn't matter to a story. Like a story isn't lasting. I don't think because of its plot. You would argue because of its themes. Because of its themes, characters, just like all the things about a story other than its plot. Right, but you could also argue that a plot is all of those things. Although you probably would disagree with that. I don't know. Like I I think it's a it's a clutch in like when you do normal like plot things to like reinsert momentum into a story. Okay. Like, for example, Aquaman which I have not seen, and I'm sure you have not Me seen. Me neither. No. In Aquaman, there are four different times in the movies where people are in the middle of an exposition, and an explosion just rocks them out of that. And to me, that's really lazy, because it's just like, all right, things are getting a little boring. Maybe this is too slow. Boom, explosion. And then we just ramp that action up to 11 and get going. And then the next time that almost happens, bam, another explosion. Okay, so and how do spoilers prevent this? No, 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 no. So I, I feel like spoilers reveals those things. Like it, it makes, I, I think... I, I, I don't know. Like... So those things are how I see... That's like the most extreme version of using plot as a crutch to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And so to me, a, a story should be good enough that spoilers don't matter. Like I read I read Harry Potter 6 knowing that Dumbledore dies at the, at the end. Right. Like Harry Potter is good enough that I'm going to read it regardless of what i know happens at the end right but i i i i'm i agree with that that's fine but i still think that there is like validity to not being spoiled and something that is good about things that that gut reaction 
to to something. Yeah, I think I, there's validity to that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do think that that's just. I don't think that that's just bad plot, or I don't feel like that's just like relying too much on plot. I mean, think of like most of Christopher Nolan's films. Yeah, like The Prestige is the only movie where I'm like. That one you should go in not spoiled. Right, it's a spoiler warning. Right, like that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I agree that sometimes they're used like that. There are explosions in movies or whatever to just move along the story. And yes, that might be lazy, but I don't think that like a good twist is always lazy. I -hmm. guess is kind of what I'm saying. And and I don't want to lose that. Like I want to be at the end of Infinity War, just weeping bitter tears for all of these beloved characters. Because who knows? They're probably all dead forever. Like I want to experience that. I want to experience what Tony's feeling as he's holding this man, this little Peter in his arms. Like I don't feel that. Maybe that's because I'm not good at feeling things in general. But. I want to be able to make that connection, right? I want to feel what Harry's feeling mm-hmm. when the most hated man that he's ever seen has just killed the greatest wizard alive. Like, I want to experience that. And I feel like I can't when it's been spoiled. I don't I don't know. I, I still disagree. To me, that just indicates that Marvel is not as good as it wants to be or as it thinks it is. I'm not sure how good it wants to be. Like I know some right. people, I know lots of people weep at the end of Infinity War. I was not one of those people, because I didn't. I don't know. I. I guess I didn't feel as connected to Peter Parker as I should have, but I don't think they earned it as much as they should have. Okay. Maybe I'm trying to think of some other. But like the, the to me the twist in the prestige is is such a part of all of the story that it's just significantly worse without it, and so if because like be, the the movie is about magic tricks and so the movie itself is a magic trick, mm-hmm. and so going into that. Going to that spoiled, I guess, I think makes it worse because you're not in the right position to to get a trick. But that's a different kind of movie. What do you mean? Like, um, if I'm if I know how a magic trick happens, I'm gonna watch that magic trick very differently than if I don't know how it happens. Right. Isn't that I, I, how is that different than all spoilers? No, no. The prestige is about realizing that it's a magic trick. Right, but what you just your magic trick example is how I would view all spoilers. I I don't though, because are you saying that's right? And so I'm asking, what what's the difference? Yeah, the prestige is about it being a magic trick like that, whereas like. The Red Wedding isn't about, I mean, it's kind of about shocking you, but it's not prep, It's not fundamentally about shocking, shocking the reader. It's about this is the consequences of things that you've done. 
And so I think I have also never seen anything by M. Like M. Night Shyamalan. But for them, the, I've seen the village. The twist is kind of the point. Yeah. And for like prestige and memento, the twist is kind of the point. Whereas I think in different stories, the point is different than the structure. Um, because like Christopher Nolan, most of his movies are more about the structure of movies than anything else. Right. Um, and so, for different movies that are less concerned about structural things, I don't. I don't think that going in blind is as important, because if it's effective at at telling a good a good story, like you'll get lost in it anyway. Because if it, like magic tricks are just about structure. Right. But like connecting like emotionally doesn't depend mm-hmm. on the structure of something so so or it depends on more than the structure of something right so so the prestige is about the magic trick and so if you know it ahead of time you're going to miss the point yeah lord of the rings is about Friendship, good triumphing over evil, victory, freedom, mm-hmm. liberty. And so if you know that ahead of time, you're going to be able to better hold on to, you're going to be able to see those things better throughout yeah. the movie and experience mm-hmm. them. Okay. I think so. Because like Sam tells us the end of the book in at the end of book two. Right, mm-hmm. but that's a great moment because he he like it's a really meta moment for being nineteen forty whatever or the fifties I guess. But Sam's like putting us putting himself in our own shoes and thinking about how right. we feel reading this book. Um and uh we know that good's gonna win, but we can't we can't think of how it can possibly happen at the time. And so I, I mm-hmm. think Mm-hmm. Yeah, in some ways that makes it better. So, so then, in some ways, is like every movie spoiled already? So, like, is Infinity is Endgame already spoiled for us because we know that Good's gonna beat Yeah, evil. it's spoiled in some ways, um, because we yeah we know that. Like, we know that everyone's going to come back. Right. Um, more s- well, more and so... we just know that the Avengers are going right, to avenge. More so for Infinity Wars than many movies, but, like... Um, what's a movie that's come out recently? Mm, what kind of genre? Any um, genre? Like fantasy, perhaps. Oh, okay. So, like, Stranger Things, right? Mm-hmm. We know that the Demogorgon's going to be defeated. Um, as soon as the Demogorgon shows up, just because that's how that's how most plots work. Right. But I don't think knowing that makes it worse. Okay. Okay. 
So, so what does? How do we bring this into something that matters? What What's the point? What do we take away from the idea of spoilers? Mm-hmm. So, so I think, like, fundamentally, we do already know how our lives go. Okay. And that we die at the end. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think that knowing that. Um, makes the rest of it pointless because so to me saying like um if putting so much importance on on spoilers it's it's like i don't think people really would believe oh i know this is gonna happen so there's no point in watching it at all Mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure i've heard people say that but i don't think people i hope people don't actually believe that because then it's like, well, I know I'm going to die, so what's the point? To me, I mm-hmm. hope that in in moving towards appreciating what things are actually about, we, we try to apply that to our own lives. So, like, yeah, we're going to die, but that doesn't mean that it's pointless. Like, mm-hmm. lots, a lot still goes on um, right. in your life. And I think your life is not a just about what happens in your life, um, but it's about uh, greater things, you know, beyond your life. So even if even if so you how know how we... it ends, it can still right. like be great, you know. Right. So then, how? So. I want to think about in light of the fact that I, my life is spoiled and that I know that I'm going to end or die at the mm-hmm. end. How, I, how do I let that change how I live my life then kind of, mm-hmm. or see things that happen in my life? Excuse me. I'm getting to the dying part here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think hopefully it can, it can help us be less interested in, in plot-oriented goals, right? So, okay, delve into that. More. So a lot of what of what stories, and a lot of stories, you go from a character having a character has a want and a need, um, and the story is about realizing that what they want isn't necessarily what they need, and coming to reconcile those two things. And so I think um, in many lives we have wants and needs. And so the wants would be like plot goals, like having a good job and going to Disneyland and Mm -hmm. those kind of things. Um, Whereas I think our needs are very different things. And so because, like, we know that things won't last, um, I th- I think that should, that should help us value I don't know, the things that do last. Mm-hmm. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. 
Yeah. That's my so how do that's we do my that? thought about spoilers. How would you say spoilers applies to our lives? Um I feel like it it points to some like somehow we have like a both a desire to know the future and yet not at the same time like i feel like if you just randomly pulled people on the streets like hey would you want to know like what happens to you in like 10 years people might i would assume people would say yes i don't know maybe people not wouldn't but like I think we have like this weird desire to know how things happen or how things end, but then we also don't want to out of like fear maybe. I don't know. I feel like yeah, no knowing I I think most of the things that were like if you think about things that we're afraid of, I think a lot of those are just the unknown. Mm-hmm. You, like they can kind of just fall under the category of the unknown. And I think like the future is like that in some, in a lot of ways. And so we want to know the future because then it's no longer unknown, but then we don't want to know because we don't know how we get mm-hmm. there or, because there's still more unknowns. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling, but just those are thoughts off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I worry that focusing too much on spoilers kind of inherently misses the point of lots of things. What do you mean? I don't know, like uh okay. Like, Game of Thrones is not about, is not fundamentally about what happens. Mm -hmm. And so I think that worrying about spoilers misses the point of the story. Because you're focused on on the things that don't matter. Um, you're you're too focused on the wrong parts of it. Right. That can kind of that kind of gets to that idea of fear, though, right? Because like we think that that's the thing that, or like that's the thing we're worried about, or something, or that's the thing that we feel like if we knew that was happening then we'd be okay but you're saying that we're focusing on the wrong thing yeah i don't know to be like oh if i know who's gonna end up on the iron throne to then there's not even any point of watching the show that's just like missing the entire point of watching shows Mm mm-hmm 
Because the point isn't how the the end. The point is like how they get there. It's how you get there. Yeah. Or why you get there. Right. Like, like, um, I mean, everyone knows how Hamilton's going to end. I assume. That's probably right. a bad assumption. But Hamilton is great regardless of whether or not you know how it's going to end. Right. And just be, if you're like, oh, he gets shot at the end. What's even the point? That's That's so misses the point of what Hamilton is. Right. It'd be like me, so going back to like knowing that we're all going to die, it's like mm-hmm. being concerned about like how old you are, how old you'll be when you die rather than the fact that you're going to die. And so then like, oh, if I know I'm going to... So like, but then if you think about it that way, it's like, Okay, if I know I'm going to die at this certain age, you think that would that would make me care more about the time that I have, right? Mm-hmm. And and less about like, oh, I'm just going to die then, so I might as well just give up, which gets back to the idea about the story, right? Or like the the how or right. why you get there. It's not it's not about like when I'm going to die, it's about the how and why I lived the life that I had before I died. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, like the Knowing that we die, hopefully, isn't just like, oh, I'm going to die. What's the point? Right. What's the point of even living then? Right. And even like... Uh, hope. Hopefully, that's not what we take away from that. Right. And hopefully, the point of Endgame or anything isn't about like, oh, they're going to defeat Thanos, so I don't need to watch it, right? The question is how they're going to defeat Thanos. Why are they defeating Thanos? Like, what what are the things... How did they get there? Like, I just watched... We just spent 10 years watching movies leading up to this moment. Like, it's not just because of this moment. Yeah. I really hope... So, I really hope Captain America becomes worthy in this movie. To hold the... That's, like, something I want to see happen. Yeah. But Mjolnir doesn't exist anymore. Uh, It doesn't matter. Okay. Bring it back and have Captain America lift it. I think that would be awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's okay. That's, that's how I feel about spoilers. Yeah. I, I'm still going to be okay. Say it's okay for people who don't want spoilers. Um, I, I think that it can be enjoyable to, to experience something in that way. But I do see your point about saying like, okay, how can knowing this help me see things more fully? Or get mm-hmm. more to the deeper meaning of of it, or um, yeah, get to the why behind things, um, mm-hmm. which we probably don't think about enough, I guess. Yeah, I saw a headline that was like people consistently underrate how much they'll enjoy doing something again, like watching a, a TV show again or mm-hmm. reading a book again. And as a person who has constantly re-read and re-watch things. I was like, what? How, on, like, if anything, for me, I enjoy things the more I read them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think 
you get more things and different things out of something every time you you engage with it. Right. Like if it's good enough. Right. Um. Um, so, but I think so that that I think is maybe a good takeaway and and make it more personal is like what is the why for your life and so like if it's if it's if my life is about like I don't know if people maybe people do think this but if if your life is just about the fact that you're going to die that's kind of sad but like mm-hmm. if if our life has meaning in between there it's the why that drives that. And so like, what is the why in our lives that, you know, drives us to do the things that we do or act the way that we act or mm-hmm. pursue the things that we pursue? What's that why in our lives that controls that? Because regardless of us knowing the end, we don't know the why, or we do know the mm-hmm. why, but we don't know. That's the. We don't know how we get there. Right. Okay. I'm gonna still try to avoid spoilers. I haven't seen any Infinity War spoilers so far, so. That's good. That's good. I've been miraculously restrained. Well, it's probably because you've just been sick and in bed. No, that gives me better excuses to <laughs> seek out spoilers. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, so fair enough. <laughs> Might as well. Mhm. But anyway, any recommendations for us this week? Um watch some watch some playoff hockey. Um I ha- this is the least amount of hockey this past season that I have watched in a long time. And it's kind of sad, um, but it's okay. Um, but I have been watching more of the playoffs, and I watched Game Seven between the Maple Leafs and the Bruins, which mm. was intense. Uh, I was rooting for the Maple Leafs. The Bruins. Um, although I don't really care much for the Maple Leafs either. I mean, I don't know, man. Brad Marchand is just. He's so awful. Okay, I wish you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me say I can't. I don't. I still can't stand the Bruins. That wasn't the. the, I wasn't trying to say anything against that. Um, And then I watched the third period of Capitals Hurricanes last night, and then it went to overtime, and I was like, I don't have time for this. I know. So I'm really glad I didn't stay up for it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's enjoyable. If you get a chance to watch it with my roommate, Brendan, it'll make it even better. I, there's probably Seems unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just fantastic because he's just amazed and awed by everything. Um, and so it, it makes the experience in, even more enjoyable, but it's just a good time. So if you don't like hockey, that's okay you should still give it a shot. Hmm. What do you got? Um, not much, honestly. <laughs> I kind of um, just pulled that one out of my hat, too. So I've just been here trying not to die. Um, I don't know. Uh, no, what I think is good 
Hmm. This is going to be a weird recommendation. Go for it. Let's let's roll with it. Uh, I think lemon pepper seasoning is really great. Okay. Why is that? Um, I don't know. It's just it's such a weird flavor because it's real citrusy up front, and then slowly it builds into this nice kind of spicy heat. Uh, kind of like two seconds after you've after you've eaten it. What kind of pepper is this? Is this just like hot pepper? Yeah, or I just guess. Like black pepper. I don't know. Lemon pepper. I put it on a pizza today. Sounds good. I made some pizza dough like <laughs> weeks ago. And so I'm trying to use this pizza dough. So today while I was home, I just whipped up a quick za. Mm-hmm. Last time I put some Ethiopian spice on it, which was like, it was good. I don't know if it was really what a pizza wanted though. Um, I mean, did you ask it? I don't know. And so I put lemon pepper on this one, uh, and it, w- it was much better. It, it is what the pizza wanted. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's what the pizza wanted. That's fair. So weird recommendation, but <laughs> that's I what like I've it. got for. That's what I've got for this week. I like Get it. Get yourself some lemon pepper sauce. No, not sauce. It's just it's, it's like seasoning. a seasoning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put it on things. Try it out. I think that could just be a recommendation for seasonings in general. Just put them on things. Try them out. Yeah. They're weird. the The world of spices is much wider than Lancaster would have you think. That's true. Because Lancaster would have you think none. I saw this meme. Perhaps dill. I saw this meme the other day. This is probably yeah. weeks ago at this point. It was like, if you could ask white people one thing, what would it be? And the question was, why do you steal everybody's spices and then don't use them? Mm. Fair. I thought it was pretty funny. So use the lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by Atlanta. Not surprising. Why do you get yeah. that Donald Glover reference in there before? Yeah, ended? thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, man. I thought about making one earlier because uh, oh. in in 3005 he says, sorry, I'm just scared of the future, mm. but put it off until right now. Solid. That's good. Way to get it in there. Mm-hmm. Thank All you. Right. Oh, uh, did I tell you I, I watched his musical? No, I didn't know he had a musical. He It's not really a musical. It's Guava Island. It stars Donald Glover, Rihanna, uh, Shuri from Black Panther. It's on It's on Netflix or Hulu or something. It's on Prime. Yeah. Um. Was it good? Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how I feel about it. It's fun. Okay. Um, the ending I'm like really unsure about because it's like if I knew Donald Glover was like really a Christian, then I'd be like all pro this. Mm-hmm. But I. Not knowing that, I'm like, hmm, I'm uncomfortable with this. Because he compares himself to Jesus a lot. That seems uncomfortable. He did in a New Yorker interview recently. It was like two years ago. Still. Um, And so, spoilers, he dies at the end of it. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like being 
like there's a funeral for him and he's like in front of this church and uh that's how they get Sundays off on this island. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, I'm not super comfortable with this. But until yeah. the end, it's a fun romp through recent Childish Gambino music. Alright. Rihanna doesn't sing at all. So if you were looking forward to that, oh, just dash those hopes. I was, so. It's just Donald Glover. That's a good spoiler, though, right there. Yeah. Um, she does gonna say something. It was like really important. Hmm. Been there. No, it was it was so important. Movies. I feel like I what need to watch Mamma about? Mia. What were you talking about right before? Oh, Atlanta. musicals. Um, yeah. Do you know? You know what I found out last night at trivia? No. Apparently, Michael Jackson approached J.K. Rowling about making Harry Potter into a musical. And she said no? She said no. I huh. actually I don't know that part, but I'm assuming so. Also, you know what? I the, feel like that would have been awful. You know what the worst thing was about the whole thing? What? Okay, so, well, it was, I mean... Uh, it seems about the dramatic. trivia. Yeah. So one of the questions was what happens to Rita Skeeter after the end of the fourth book? And you only had four options. One of okay. them was she continue. She's continues to be a journalist, which is what we selected because the other one was Hermione turns her into a beetle. And the correct oh, answer was Hermione turns her into a beetle. And nope. there was <clears throat> literal revolting. The children were Good. yelling. I was like, these kids know what's right. That happened several times. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably actually one of the best parts was when all the kids... Revolts just happened several times. Well, it was just because the questions were wrong. Because like, one of them uh, was like, who got attacked by Fenrir Greyback? And it was like, uh, the real answer was Bill, but then Charlie was the one, like, the right answer. Mm. And then people were like, it's Bill. It's one of the old Weasleys. Who can tell? <laughs> who can know? Anyway. Anyways. See you guys next week.